Hello there, guys, and welcome back to the Powerful Performer Podcast, the podcast for high-performance individuals that want to get the most out of their body, out of their mind, and out of their career. And we've got a very, very exciting subject today. And I'm well aware that I always say exciting subject, but for me, it is. It's the very, very common mistakes. I want to talk about the five most common cardio mistakes that are essentially stopping you and stop me in the past from building your body, getting your dream transformation, uplifting your energy, building muscle, losing a maximal amount of, of body fat. And we're going to talk about those today. And I just want to start by firstly asking how you are. Thank you so much for, for listening to uh, my voice. But also I want to start by saying that this isn't about putting a dampener on cardio. It's not making cardio the, the baddie or, or the enemy because cardio is amazing and I want to talk about a couple of the benefits from cardio um, because it is a wonderful thing with with so many benefits and number one is that it helps our work capacity so we can lift harder within our strength sessions in the gym what is work capacity it's essentially our capacity to work a little bit harder so if you're someone who is struggling with getting 10 reps and when you get to 10 reps your heart rate's high your lungs are just burning and you can't quite hit the set then it might be that you need to put a little bit more cardio into your training program to expand your work capacity. Second of all, that it has got amazing health benefits and studies have shown that all people who do cardio are far, far less likely to get cardiovascular um, disease. And also thirdly, movement in general, whether it's low intensity cardio, high intensity cardio, you know, recovery sort of stuff is a huge factor in people maintaining maintaining their long-term weight management, uh, which also we, we can call maintenance, you know, maintain your your body composition. So if you're someone that is really struggling and your results are going up and down, it might be that you just have to put a little bit more movement in. It might be that you go for a 20-minute walk in the morning, then a 20-minute walk or a bit of a yoga session in the in the evening because studies have shown that it seriously helps people with long-term weight management. What are the five most common cardio mistakes that I bet you've done or you're doing and I have definitely done in the past. And this is a big one. This is why I put it first, because a lot of the people, um, essentially people say, who do you coach, Tom? And I'm like, well, I simply coach myself 10 years ago when I was lacking the, the education, when I was lacking a bit of a plan, when I was lacking uh, motivation. And this is what I was doing when I wanted to build an optimal amount of muscle and build my body. I'm sure you've seen on some of my bios that I used to have forearms, which was, which were musclier, wider um, than, than my biceps. And actually, you know, by talking to therapists and all that sort of stuff, it's actually one of the reasons why why I got into it anyway but another tangent is doing cardio before weights and I popped this on my story the other day uh, and I got a, a load of you know uh, males in particular be like no way dude I do this all the time and it's a common mistake and the reason why it's a common mistake is because we want to get fresh or we do want to do a little bit of uh, cardio warm the, the muscles up and all that sort of stuff get a bit of a sweat on so we can go into the weight session and we're not saying that we don't want to warm up I always do five or ten minutes of a warm up on a bit of cardio machine nice and low intense but if we're going on big old runs, if we're doing sprints on treadmills, if we're doing 30 minutes on uh, the bike, it has an interference effect. This will interfere with the muscle building process. Or if you're, you know, we don't, we want to do one thing well. So if you're doing cardio, do well. And then the pathways of the fitness um, signaling will start to happen. But when we start to put cardio before weights, it interferes with the whole muscle building process. And your body's like, I don't actually know what I'm meant to be doing. Am I meant to be getting fitter and be working on my endurance? Or am I meant to be getting 
getting stronger, adapting uh, and putting on more muscle. So if you want, if you need to be squeezing in um, cardio, then I would do it at, at the end. But if you're a well-trained athlete, um, studies again have shown 24 hours apart is probably best if you are wanting optimal gain. So that is if you do cardio on, on a Monday you might then want to leave it 28, 24 hours after before you do strength. But again, that's for very, very trained athletes. In general, if you do a bit of cardio, a bit of 15 minutes, 20 minutes after your training session in the gym, um, it's absolutely fine and, and probably um, just as optimal. But before, um, it has shown um, drastic studies that it's not optimal for, for building muscle. Number two, cardio is as effective for weight loss than um, nutrition. And there was a study and someone ate 10,000 calories and tried to burn that off doing exercise exercise in one day and they struggled drastically. I think they got to about 5,000 calories and they were in a pool doing laps and lengths all day and they were absolutely shattered and they still couldn't burn 10,000 calories off. And it just shows how little part exercise in general plays with weight loss. If you're someone that wants to lose weight, it's all about getting dialed and focused in on that nutrition. Once you learn the education, the tips, the tricks, the tools, they stay with you for, forever. Science evolves, new things come out, but the basic understanding of it will, will never change. It's never going to go out of fashion if you start to learn basic tricks, tips, and tools on um, nutrition. So cardio is 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 not as effective um, for weight loss that, than nutrition. Um, again, it doesn't play a huge part. It assists it, and it does quite a nice job of assisting it. But if you haven't got any foundation for your nutrition, unfortunately, again, you're not going to have um, a long, substantial, enjoyable weight loss journey. Number three, fasted cardio will burn more fat. This is a very common mistake when people come on board with me um, and they ask if they need to do fasted cardio or we have a consultation call. They're like, I'm really good. Um, I don't eat anything for breakfast. And then I go to, to the gym or I go to one of these classes. First of all, what is fasted cardio? Kind of what it says on the tin, you're doing cardio without any food in your body. Now, fasted cardio has been proven to burn more fat cells during cardio, but if you didn't have a plan for your nutrition and essentially if two people were in the same calorie deficit or they were consuming the same amount of calories, they were the same age, they were same, the same person, fasted cardio would not have any more benefits um, with actual fat loss, weight loss. Then it is all about being in that calorie deficit or that calorie negative um, and again, really focusing on nutrition. Actually, fasted cardio can have the opposite effect because carbohydrates are known to bring down what we call the RPE, rate of perceived exertion, how hard that exercise feel, carbohydrates actually bring that down. So if you're not fueling your body with its main energy source, then you're probably not going to get the best out of your workout. If you're going into the gym and doing a one rep max and you aren't eating anything before, you aren't having any carbohydrates before, you're not going to get the most out of your session. Therefore, you're not going to build an optimal amount of muscle. Therefore, you're not going to work hard, work hard and burn even more uh, calories doing that. So in my opinion, fasted cardio is, is a hoax. It doesn't work at all. The only reason why it's going to work if people feel feel really sick in the morning or before they exercise and they simply can't eat anything at all, then obviously if your energy is higher when you don't consume anything um, and it's better for your head, then then um, obviously don't. But in terms of science, in terms of actual weight loss, it has no benefits um, whatsoever. Wow, sounding a bit passionate there, aren't I? Number four, hit is best for fat loss. 
And the reason why I say this all the time is HIIT can actually make you put weight on. Why? Because HIIT is very high intensity. HIIT is high intensity. Wow, I'm not saying this, but high intensity interval training. Wow, that was very, very hard. Um, so it's very, very impactful and intense on the body. If you're doing loads and loads of HIIT, if you're doing more than three HIIT sessions a week, your central nervous system is going to be down. Your hormones are going to be flying all over the place and you're probably going to feel far hungrier. Therefore, eat more, therefore not lose weight. Um, and actually doing a lot of HIIT is, is going to interfere with the, the muscle hypertrophy, the, the sort of building muscle. And we'll come on to that in, in a minute. But essentially, HIIT is not best for fat loss because it is very high intense uh, on, on the body. So my thing would be do HIIT for for fitness results, to get fit, to feel amazing, to do something that's hard. Do not do HIIT for, for fat loss. If you're wanting to burn in a few extra calories without putting intensity on the body, do low intensity interval training or what's called LIS, low intensity steady um, stimulus. Again, that's proven to, to burn calories while not being impactful on the body. So you can probably go into the gym um, and lift heavy weights or it's not making you want to eat the whole world. I know I've had it when I've come out of a hit session and been like, wow, I, I, I am so hungry. And then I eat and then I fill up and then tomorrow the next day I'm like, wow, I'm so hungry again. It's because it's 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 very intense on the body. So it's causing all sorts of um, things to do with the, the central nervous system, really. Number five, last but definitely not least, can too much cardio ruin my muscle gains? Uh, and studies, again, have shown that actually after four sessions a week, um, there was a drop-off in studies with muscle hypertrophy. Again, muscle hypertrophy is uh, muscle building, the um, the growth of new muscle fibers. And if you're doing over three, over four sessions of, of cardio a week and you're trying to build an optimal amount of muscle, no matter how much um, nutrition and calories and protein you eat, um, it is unfortunately going to have an impact on you optimizing uh, muscle growth. But don't worry, uh, things like yoga, uh, walking, recovery runs, all that sort of stuff are fine. Again, because they're, they're low intense, it's the HIIT stuff, it's the high intensity stuff that is going to um, be impactful um, on the body. So when people think they're going to HIIT because they want to burn a lot of calories, but then they don't, they're, not play, they're, they're not focusing on the nutrition at all, it's just the, the wrong way to, to go about it. And very often clients come on with, with me and, and they want a certain goal, but they're actually doing the opposite thing. For instance, they're, they're doing five, six hit classes, maybe it's F45, whatever it is, you know, that some of these high intense classes, these Barry's, One Rebel, all of them, they're very high, um, impactful on the body. And then the one in, they're wondering why they're not losing a, a drastic amount of weight. It's just because it's putting the body under so much and it's kind of throwing everything off, um, off balance. So what is the solution to, to all of this? I want to give you a little bit of a framework and some things to take away. So it's not just like, here's the problem, here's the problem, uh, you go and fix it on your own. And I believe that there's five core principles in, in what to do. And it involves you kind of going out, taking action of things because everyone's goals, everyone's fitness journey, everybody, human body is different, which is why we can't go doing the same thing as as Joe Bloggs um, down the road. So it, it does revolve, um, it, it involve you going out, doing a little bit of um, implementing and, and action taking. So number one, you have to get clear on what your main goal is. Get very, very clear. If you're better with pictures, if you're better with writing stuff down, if you're better with data, just get clear on what you want to achieve. If you want to look like this person, if you 
want to very descriptively look like this. You want to have abs or you want to have bigger shoulders um, or you want to get down to 80 kilograms in, in 90 days. But the most important thing is here to, to not overcomplicate it. Don't ask for, for the moon and the stars. Don't ask to drop 10 kilograms whilst building muscle to have 10 out of 10 energy whilst getting three times your, your body weight deadlift because it's not going to happen. We can only do one of those things um, well. And it's the same thing about doing cardio before weights. It's just like trying to fit everything in at once. And one of the biggest things, well, issues I see with before people come with me is everything is just out of whack. Everything is just out of balance and everything is so complicated. If we just simplify things down and get things balanced out and get a lovely little plan going, just ticks along nicely and the enjoyment process just absolutely activates and uh, elevates to uh, to the max. So number one is get clear on what your main goal is. What do you, what's the priority? What do you really want to happen? Then don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. Number two, you then have to go and seek out the relevant education that's needed in order to achieve that main goal. So if your main goal is weight loss, Go and seek out what you realistically need to do with your nutrition, what you need to do with your training, how many rest days is okay to have, how much daily activity should I be doing, what are my daily habits, what habits are currently stopping me um, from, from weight loss. Because essentially there's only a couple of things that are stopping you from where you are now, from where you want to be. And part of your job is becoming aware and getting educated on exactly what those are. There's there someone that, that I had a phone call with a couple of weeks ago and they were like, and I was like, what are your three main challenges? Like what's stopping Right. So there's only one. There's only one challenge, and it's education. Education is stopping me from looking and feeling the way I want to. I was like, okay, cool. We can get this, this, and this. We can give you this. And after it, she went, okay, it's fine. I don't think I'm going to go for it. It's like, okay, well, I've just stated the uh, we can give you what you are missing, and and still you're unable to take action on, on that. And and you know, people have their have their own reasons. But what I'm saying is, education and awareness um, is one of the main things when it comes to a, a a body transformation. Number three, devise a 90 day plan of action to do this. And the reason why 90 days is good because it's a long enough to see drastic change, but it's not too long, um, which causes the body to go into a spiral effect. It's not too long to be like, wow, I've got to lose this much in like a year or six months. We just need to break it down into bite-sized chunks. And once you have a 90-day plan, you can actually buy, um, cut it down again into monthly chunks and then again into like uh, weekly uh, chunks if you want to. And then after the 90 days, number four is we want to revise, we want to reevaluate how it's been going um, and then we can sort of go again. Um, but the reason why I want to revise and reevaluate is because you might be where you are within 90 days and you might want to flip the goals on its head and be like, well, I want to go for more performance. I want to go for more speed, power. I want to go for strength. Um, I want to sort of maintain my physique but really focus on like my energy levels and my outlook on life. So it's just not literally is really important that fourth phase after the 90 days that we re revise um we reevaluate and then number five is we simply go again so again get clear on your main goal and don't overcomplicate it number two seek out the relevant education you need number three devise a 90-day plan of action in order to do this number four revise and reevaluate and then number five um go again and unfortunately nobody is going to give you that that magic pill nobody is just going to come and give you plates and plates of food and even if they did do you know what you wouldn't actually learn how to take control and initiative of yourself. Even these people that just get gifted meals and they just eat their 2000 calories and they move on, they're not actually learning the whys behind it. And I say this, I flip bark on about this a lot. It is the whys and the reason behind what you eat, the knowledge behind what you eat, which will enable you to take control forever. It's not about eating a cress sandwich. It's not about eating a yogurt at bedtime. It's like, it's why, um, 
yes, I'm, I'm hopping on now, going in a, a tangent. Um, and if you have any questions about this and you want to check on some things, like is my schedule good or my splits good? Am I eating this sort of things? Like reach out on social, say hi uh, and ask any questions and we'll gladly point you in um, in the right direction so you continue to, to win throughout your body, mind uh, and performance in general. Hope that was useful. That's pretty much it from me, guys. Um, take care, enjoy the sun uh, and have a, an amazing weekend. Bye.